Consciousness is always evolving, and our present perception becomes our conscious reality. Is life happening for you, or is it happening to you? A life of authenticity is a life of skillfully practicing your values. You are perfectly human, and even when we stumble, we still stumble forward. If you seek truth and move in love, then you're family. I invite you to have a seat at our table. You are listening to an authentic outlier, the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner. What's going on? The nocturnal therapist here. And uh, I'm going to do a quick shout out. I'm going to talk about liminal space, but I want to do a quick shout out to Hannah from Canada and all of her friends, all of her loved ones. Y'all have somebody who really cares for y'all. And uh, this one is is, is for y'all based off of what she told me. So liminal space, if you're feeling stagnant, if you're feeling like things are complacent and on the emotional scale, it feels like you're sort of kind of in this place of emotional purgatory where you neither really feel all of life you could be feeling, but you don't feel as low as you know you could feel. So I'm going to put that in the box of liminal space. Liminal space is an in-between place. It is the discomfort that exists in that in-between place. So what you typically see with people who have liminal space is if you ever been on a, a, a theme park ride where there's a tightrope, you walk on the tightrope, and as you walk on the tightrope, you know that as you advance down the field, what occurs is the hoops that you're grabbing onto. So on this tightrope, you're grabbing on hoops as you're advancing. Excuse me, I got mosquitoes down here in Louisiana. But uh, you're grabbing onto these hoops as you're advancing. As you continue to advance, the hoops spread wider and wider apart, forcing you to do a little bit more stretching than you did the last time. What you see at the very most advanced parts of the obstacle course is people doing this right here. Just eh, eh. And what you see typically there also is that the line is being held up. Why is the line being held up? Because at that point, it's so advanced down the course that the person literally has to let go of the hoop they've been holding on to to grab hold of the hoop that's in front of them in order to advance. And so it's in that that space of discomfort because they're looking at the fact that they could fall off this tightrope and before they could hold on to this thing back here and continue to advance. But now in this space, they have come so far that they must let go of what they've been holding on to to grab hold of something new. And so I liken that that analogy, that comparison to where a lot of us are right now, the state of feeling of emotional purgatory where we neither feel excitement like we're fully alive, like we're actually living, but at the same time, we're not, we may not be as low as we have been before or we know we can go. You know, in this space, what I would encourage you to do is to look at the opportunities in front of you, not the opportunities that you think that you know are there, but the opportunities that could be there if you were looking just a little bit harder. And the reason why I say that is because this is unconventional time because of this being unconventional times. I know that there are unconventional opportunities out there for us as well. For those of us who are feeling stagnant, if we're feeling like we're just not really moving at, at a fast pace or at a pace at all, we're moving at a snail's pace. I would ask you to go back to what you're passionate about and think about doing some of those things that you put off or you may have thought was just a hobby. So what if it's culinary arts? I love to eat. Down here in Louisiana, we all love to eat. Culinary arts is awesome. So if you got it, if you had it in your heart that that was a passion of yours to learn culinary arts, then now is the time for you to do that. If you wanted to learn how to skateboard, now is the time to do that. Whatever passion you have, right now is the time for you to really sit down with yourself and understand how to develop a relationship with that because intentionality reflects relationship. And so we can't just keep that up here, these passions that we have. There's nothing wrong with you having excitement doing what the hell you want to do in life. There's nothing wrong also with you making a living off of what it is that you love to do. I do it. So during this time of liminal space where you feel the discomfort of having to let go of something old to grab hold of something new, 
do? I want you to remember the Chinese symbol for crisis. The Chinese symbol for crisis is a combination of the words danger and opportunity. This is where many of us are in a crisis state. A crisis is, is simply defined as an inability to cope with the present circumstances. These times are presenting new circumstances. The pandemic, you know, COVID vaccines, what's going on with that business, the way that business is changing, the way that the, the markets are changing. These are unconventional times. And during these unconventional times, some of some of us, because we're facing things that we never had to face before, may feel like we're in that panic state, almost to the point to where we're almost about to have that that anxiety attack, feeling like a crisis is near. I want you to understand that with the crisis, there may be danger that you're perceiving, Even, but even that's an illusion because the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. But danger may be there, but also with great danger comes great opportunity. And the only danger that really is before you that you may not see is the danger of allowing your dreams to die in the ground. So if you're feeling in this place of stagnation, if you're feeling like you're stuck, like you're just not going anywhere, what I would ask you to do is choose. Choose. No, the conventional choices may not be there. The choices that those that have expectations on you to choose, those choices or opportunities may not be there. But what I would encourage you to do is sit down with yourself and figure out what it is that your most authentic self would choose in this moment and do that in nothing but that. I guess the probably the first place to start is what is human design? Um, mm. I don't think a lot of people have heard of it. It's not really that mainstream yet, although I think it's kind of starting to catch on. And I, I'll just straight up like I'm not an expert on this. This is something that I'm just starting to really get into and apply to my own life and I'm continuing to learn about. So mm. give that a disclaimer. But yeah, human design is basically like a system I'd say of science and spirituality that basically kind of dives in to figure out like who you came here to be, what you're here to do and like what your highest potential looks like. And mm. yeah, they, um, it comes from different schools of wisdom. So we have like some, some astrology stuff and there's some chakra stuff, but also some science based on like the particles, this sounds very woo-woo. I will also say that, but the particles that were floating around when you were born. So little, like I said, it's on the woo-woo scale, but when you dig into it, it's so cool because it really, I would say, affirms that we are so different and unique and all have like these abilities and skills and, and characteristics about ourselves that, yeah, are, are just so different. And you're basically, you're meant to be exactly who you are. I think the biggest takeaway and the thing that struck me the most at the very beginning when I found out about it and when I went through and started watching videos on it and stuff was, so I'm a manifesting generator, which is a combination of two types. So I guess for, for those that aren't super familiar, there is projectors, reflectors, and I think reflectors are like a very small, like 1% of the population, manifestors, generators, and then the combination of manifesting generators. So that's that last one is what I am. And so this kind of gave me Projected. the affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This gave me the affirmation that it is okay to be excited about many different things. So I guess kind of backtracking, like I grew up feeling like I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like I had to pick this one thing because that's what you're told growing up and through high school. And it's like, you know, find, find the career you like and pick one thing to do. And so I was always very all over the place with that. I had like 20 different career ideas before I graduated. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. So I didn't do any of them. I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I worked and I traveled for the first couple of years that I graduated. Basically just felt like I didn't have my shit together. <laughs> and what 
manifesting generators really can do is like they're multi-passionate people. So they are people who are meant to be experimenters of life and to learn from their experiences and to Mm -hmm. just like take it all in and do everything. And so it's not a bad thing. And that was like the biggest takeaway for sure. Like I'm here to do more than one thing I can, and I'm very capable of doing more than one thing. And I don't have to just like fit into this box of what society says I should be doing because that's not who I'm meant to be. Do you know what your um, strategy is? Yes. My strategy is to uh, wait to be invited, Mm, which also was, you know, I found profound, you know? So, I mean, would you like to tell us about waiting to be invited? Or you know about no. that, or you? Want no, 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 mine's mine's responding. So you. Oh, I got that one. I got that one. Yeah. I thought you, okay, <laughs> that's what. But yeah, basically, because the message that I have, according to the chart, it said my, the message that I have is so advanced that literally the only way people can even hear me is if they invite me into that space. And so my my strategy, according to the chart, is to wait to be invited, and then I decide whether I want to accept that invitation or not. And so I thought that that sucked because I'm pretty much like a vampire, right? You know, I was like, yo, I'm vamping it out now. Like, come on, man. Like, you know, I mean, well, my name is Nocturnal Therapist. I guess that could be a little vamp-like, you know, whatever, you know. But but then it went on to say that, no, there's another gift that I have, and that is the gift of magnetism, that whenever I sit back and and just chill and just be myself, that that uh, activates the mag- the natural magnetism that I have. And then opportunities, the reason why I don't need to search for opportunities is because opportunities find me. People find me. Authentic connection find me. You know, so it, they pretty much told me that, you know, I I finish at the start line. Like, well, So the whole idea about human design is we're all born with these these passions and as our highest selves. And as we grow up with the experiences that we have and over time, we start to get conditioned to what society expects of us, what our parents expect of us, what, you know, whatever is going on in the world. And yeah, that I think really prevents us for, from showing up as our most, most authentic self. And so, yeah, what human design really does is allows us to embrace that. And like I said, just like see our gifts as, as these natural, powerful gifts rather than things that are kind of, you know, dragging us down or these expectations that aren't serving us. Like I said, you're born as your highest self. You get conditioned over time to think that these things, like I said, for me, jumping all over the place, being like having a million different things that I want to do seems like a bad thing because of how we are like have this homogenized society. Take these steps, do these things, be the state. And that's just not how we are. Yes, yes. And so some of the things that I discovered, being a projector, they said I am I have the gift of being an x-ray into people. And so they said, because of this, I'm more of a surgeon, I'm more of a scalpel. And so I exert a lot of energy. I pour myself into my connections. And so they said I should limit working with people like one to one between two to three hours a day. And that the rest of the day is really spent with me consuming information because that gives me the ability to create more. There's probably one more thing that we can dive into, which mm. would be the authority, which is how you make decisions. For me, it is my my human design authority is listening to my gut. And that was a major affirmation as well, because I've always I think I've always had a strong intuition, whether I trusted it, <laughs> not mm. always the case. So really like knowing that that's what I need to do when I have that gut feeling, like it's always right. And it Mm. proves itself right time and time again. So it's another thing both in 
think in life and in business that have been really important to look at. I'm the mental authority, which is another really rare authority. And so I'm I'm literally, I'm supposed to just sit back and just, you know, just, just, just look at stuff and just analyze stuff for myself. You know, it even said, so say this real quick, that <laughs> I have this natural aloofness, like, right? It said I have a natural aloofness to other people's like perceptions. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I may not understand like a message, you know, that that somebody is sending if they're trying to project a belief onto me. Like if they're trying to project anything that is not inherent to me, you know, that's something that's inherited, anything that's of tradition, anything that's really of the mind. I have this natural aloofness that's supposed to protect me from that so that I don't get pulled down and get stuck in that 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 illusion you know and so that i found was uncanny too because it said that and another thing that forces me to connect with other people is that i have to i have to talk to other people in order to understand myself when you were in liminal space what was your biggest liminal space moment and how did you choose authenticity in that space yeah so for a long time i I wouldn't have really been able to pinpoint that and i think there have been multiple moments but i guess the last time we moved, so we live in a city called Kelowna now, and we had just moved here and I got this job doing sales because I wanted to make myself a little uncomfortable and learn some skills. So I did that. And I got to this space where I <laughs> just wanted to quit so bad and stop doing it. And I just felt like it was a struggle. And yeah, felt like I was in that space. Like I'm ready for the next thing, but I don't know what it's going to be. And then I... I think it, I can't remember if it was on a podcast or some sort of video series or something, but one of the mentors that I follow in the marketing space said this, this line and it, it's like, no amount of struggle or hustle will ever compensate for a lack of alignment. Mm. And that was like this huge, like, and I was like, Oh shit. Mm. <laughs> Cause that's what I felt like. I was like, I'm, I'm struggling. I was working these like ridiculous 10 hour days and like barely, you know, had weird schedules with my partner and stuff. And it's just not what I wanted to be doing. I wanted to be focusing on my own thing and getting into the online stuff that I had been like, trying to get started for a couple of years before that. Mm. And then yeah, so that was kind of my like, big message. And Mm. that's the one thing that I can pinpoint being like, all right, let's do it. And I actually yeah, I quit my job. Colby supported me for like a month. And then he got a little nervous. And so I got a serving job, <laughs> which is great, <laughs> which I won't blame that on him. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. So I, I got a, a serving job part-time where I was like making good money and good tips, but still had enough time to work on stuff. And that's, yeah, that's kind of how I was able to get started. So do you tell your time what to do or does your time tell you what to do? Are you living or are you merely existing? Are you constantly reacting or are you responding to life? Mixed beliefs create confusion and confusion creates a life of stagnation. Desire change? Visit www.becomeanoutlier.com slash about. That is www.becomeanoutlier becomeanoutlier.com slash about A-B-O-U-T to start your journey. Stay tuned for more episodes and keep listening to the nocturnal therapist himself, Harry Turner.
The content on the School of Outliers podcast, websites, social media, and webinars are not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. No statement on this website, affiliates, websites, webinars, and any other mode of communication or contact are intended to imply that any person should seek services or treatment or used in place of treatment recommended by an accredited healthcare provider. Any medical questions you have concerning topics addressed on this website or in webinars should be directed to a healthcare professional.